0: Eighteen plus. This yeah. is, here it comes. Yeah, 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 yeah. All day I've been waiting for this. Woo!
1: Finally, a good game to watch. Oh my God, oh my God. Na na na. Na na na
0: There you go. Welcome to the Sports Sports Philadelphia. It's a big night for Philadelphia sports fans. We got the rematch of the Super Bowl coming up here in just a few hours. I'm watching ESPN right now on the TV in my studio, and all the hype is here, and um, it's, uh, it's crazy. So thanks for being here. If you're watching us live right now, we're on Facebook, YouTube. Twitter, X, LinkedIn. And right after this show, man, right after this show, we're going to drop the podcast. It's the Sports Porch Philadelphia on Spotify, Apple, the iHeartRadio app, or anywhere you get your podcast. Please subscribe, leave us a review. We're going to have some fun tonight. It is the rematch with the Chiefs in Arrowhead. How are you feeling, Schwaber?
1: Uh, I, I don't have any uh, feeling at all. I feel numb.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, no, that's, it, those in,
0: are the painkillers from the, the dental procedure you yeah, had. No,
1: I mean, look, you know, in, in a game like this, to, to be honest, there's, I mean, in, unless you get blown out, right? Unless you get blown out. It's like, you know, if you win grade, if you lose, you know, well, okay. You, you, you know, it's kind of like, if if the Eagles win, they're the best team in football. If they lose, they're the second best team in football, unless they get blown out. <laughs> that's, right. that's basically the way I look at it. So, right. so as long as it's a close game, you know, I'm fine. Um, you know, look, it it's it's certainly too early. We got some really good teams out there. 49ers playing good ball, Lions playing good ball. Right. Um, Dallas plays good ball, at least against teams that aren't good. Um, yeah, but right. there, there, there's competition out there. But you know, I, I almost sort of feel like we might be seeing this one again. So who knows if this is really anything to get too excited about or not? Well, yeah,
0: <sighs> that was
1: that was a big.
0: I know because this is one of those games where sometimes I don't like the Super Bowl rematches they do every year because it's it's kind of like when it comes to the division and playoff seating this game is probably not going to mean a whole lot for either team right? Um, because well you know it could it could could. could. you know that the Lions are eight and two. The mm-hmm. Niners are seven and three. So the Cowboys in the AFC, the Ravens are at eight and three. The Jags, the Dolphins, and the Browns are at seven and three. I'm going to laugh at the Browns right now. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, the this is the kind of game that really, really, when it gets right down to it, it's just another football game.
1: Right. And, and that, that, that's what I'm getting at here. Right. You know, I mean, the bottom line is it's like, you know, if, if the Eagles win tonight, it's not like I feel like any sort of like, revenge was had we no, lost you, we on. lost you, the important game this is just a regular football game <laughs> yeah
0: Schwaber I know you you'll feel a little better it's no, not it's not no,
1: I, no I'll I'll feel I'll feel good about that the Eagles are nine one
0: could you imagine could you imagine if this was the buddy one of the buddy Ryan years the vitriol <laughs> we're gonna go in there and we're gonna we're gonna set it we're gonna put them six feet under Patrick Mahomes, all he does is throw touchdown passes. That's all he does. He's no good. That's all <laughs> he does. Yeah, I, I, you know, do I assign uh, a little bit of value to this game from a psychological psychological perspective? Absolutely. I mean, you know, if the Eagles win, and it, and it goes for both teams, if the Eagles win, I think it's a huge boost for them. Because we can dice up all the plays we want from the Super Bowl loss, but the fact is they lost. You know, they lost. Jalen Hurts fumbled the ball. You know, they, 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 they didn't score enough points to win. So it was a loss. So psychologically, this team beat them in the Super Bowl. So to come into their house in a season where, you know, they both look like they're pretty much the contender in their division um, and beat them now if they beat them handily, which to me would be by 10 points or more, then psychologically that kind of sets them aside and the Eagles can get down to the business of winning out their remaining games, making sure they get a first round bye, you know, and, and hopefully stretching this into the playoffs without any injuries. If Kansas city wins, It's kind of like an oh no moment psychologically for the Eagles. Like, oh no, yeah, these guys, you know, they beat us in the Super Bowl. They beat us again. Uh, And it kind of goes both ways. You know, if Kansas City wins, then they're kind of like, yeah, we beat these guys before we beat them again. They're like the team that feels like they're unstoppable. So I think it's big from that perspective because it could set up the rest of the year, especially for the Eagles. If the Eagles lose big, that's it. it, It's, you know, they, they definitely have the kind of charisma as a team that they can rebound from that. I mean, they did lose to the jets. (laughs) So, you know, but, but I think it's a bigger psychological factor than anything.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I think, I think the, the thing that, I would say, you know, it, it's nice to actually watch a really good game tonight. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's, that would be that would be nice.
1: It, it's just like we've been watching so much bad football. I mean, <laughs> and, and, and just across the board. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? It
0: has been, absolutely. Um,
1: you know, and it, it, it's good to actually, you know, go see, uh, you know, you know you're going to watch a good football game tonight. Even if one team uh, ends up winning by 10 or 17 points, you still feel like it's going to be a really competitive game.
0: Right. Of course, Steve thinks it's not just another you know what? We're banning the Taylor. <laughs>
1: I'm not, I'm not the, doing this tonight. The Parents are meeting tonight. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly right. Buddy would have put a bounty on Nick Lowry, <laughs> like field goal kicker. That's so funny. Pat.
1: But you know, but you know what? They're they're gonna do a whole bunch of garbage. Like we're gonna have to be annoyed by that tonight. looking at the parents and oh is somebody wearing a half jason kelsey half travis kelsey jersey and blah blah blah
0: yeah you know all that garbage yeah the hype the hype uh they just showed andy reed walking into the locker room andy reed said he 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 could feel juiced up energy and practices this week yeah uh, i'm just reading this stuff from the espn what,
1: what what kind of burgers do you think he had
0: this week cheese
1: i think everything burger
0: uh yeah he looked, <laughs> he's definitely an everything burger kind of guy <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah so let's let's actually think, talk about the game a little bit like okay, um, let's do that what, what do you what do you think um the eagles have to do to win and what do you think oh. the the chiefs have to do to win
0: I talked about this last week a little bit. I I really think that the Eagles have to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. And Mm -hmm. to do that, they have to sustain drives. And to do that, they have to have a running game. And uh, it's not that they don't have a running game you know do but i think in this game what you need to see really is more designed plays for jalen jalen hurts i almost called him jalen smith i don't know why uh jalen hurts to run the ball um you know um you're so anti-chunky soup schwabini hq'd in camden don't know what that means. All and, right, let's get let's get uh, back
1: let's get back to the, the
0: game. Kelsey, the Kelsey Chunky Soup commercial. Mm-hmm. That's what you're talking about. Um, so I, I I think the Eagles are going to have to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. It's look that's the only the only way you stop the Chiefs from scoring is when Patrick Mahomes is not on the field because they score almost every time they get the ball and. It, 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 you just have to you, you have to keep it out of his hands. So um, on defense, what they have to do is Mahomes is great against the Blitz. That's the quandary that teams have with him. He's got as good or better a passer rating against the Blitz than he does if you drop back into his own defense or or just go man-to-man and send four. So that's really tough for an aggressive defense like the Eagles. Y- you almost have to put a spy on him and not try to pressure him doesn't that sound strange
1: well i disagree with that i mean i i think you have to try to pressure him and i think you have to give him different looks if if you if you let him sit back there uh he's he's just going to pick you apart now, granted, you can bring the blitz, and if they pick up the blitz, he's going to pick you apart, and the result could be worse. That's right? what I'm
0: saying, right.
1: Exactly. But but I think you have to take your chances, you know, at, to- not- at times, you know, at yeah. times. I, I think, you know, for the Eagles to win tonight, I mean, I think the biggest um, thing that they have to be able to do is they got to be able to play uh, a mostly clean game in the secondary. Secondary's kind of been the weak point this year, and, um, Brad Berry's kind of underperformed um I don't put it past him to have uh, a good second half, but that needs to start now um you know if, if you know to be honest, if if you know and Steve, you can put Steve's thing up here it says take away Kelsey big plays from AJ and Devontae, win the turnover battle. what what I would do to take away Kelsey um and this is uh probably, not something that the Eagles are going to do the whole game, but I would put Slay on Kelsey. You know, mm. I, I don't, I don't care. I don't, yeah, I don't care that's, I don't care that, um, you know, that Kelsey's bigger than Slay or anything like that. But what Slay can do is Slay can cover, you know, you just want to stop looking. Kelsey's going to get his catches, you just want to stop the, the yards after the catch, right? and hopefully stop uh, some of the longer passes down the field where I think a cornerback like Slay could handle that because right. they're, you know, they're receivers. Now, look, I mean, you've got Patrick Mahomes. So what that means is, you know, below average receivers are actually good receivers because he makes them better. Right. Yes. Yeah. But ju- if we just want to look at just, you know, who the, <laughs> who the, uh, um, um, you know, who, who the receivers are. I mean, there's nobody special there. So I, I would feel like, you know, I would rather have, you know, one of my backup corners or a safety covering like, you know, sky more, you know, or somebody like that. Right. Then, then, you know, my backup corners covering Kelsey, you know, right. Now, I, I think they're going to put Kevin Byard on Kelsey because, um, in the past, he's kind of been like a Kelsey stopper. He's played really well against him, but but he also but Bayard, I don't think really he hasn't really done much in his first couple games as an Eagle. And I don't know if that's not knowing the system, or you know, maybe he's just you know starting to hit that, you know, you turn 30 and maybe you're not as good type thing. So it'd be interesting to see if we get anything from Bayard uh tonight. But anyway, long story short, I think you got to get some pressure on uh Mahomes I think you've got to um you know obviously uh play better in the secondary don't let Mahomes pick you apart and uh yeah just like you said you know play a a ball control game um so that you have Mahomes on the sideline most of the time now keep in mind you know in the super bowl um Mahomes was kept in check really well, actually. I mean, like, only passed for like 150 yards. Right. And that's, and that's because the Eagles basically controlled the clock. Right. Right. But at the same time, you know, he still made enough plays for them to win, you know? So, you know, it, it can't just be about, um just going on long drives I think kind of what Steve was saying as well you do need a couple big plays you know from A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith to you know hopefully stack you know you hope anyway you can stack a couple touchdowns and get a double digit lead right and then then you can kind of do more of what you want to do but you know I, I I mean I I had predicted this game was going to be a loss just because you know it's it's an arrowhead I mean uh you know teams at at the level of Kansas City and the Eagles at this point um they just win most of their their home games they they usually do especially right. especially you know the uh you know the nationally televised ones uh monday night thursday night sunday night so you know i'm not expecting a win but if they win then i will be pleasantly pleased
0: yeah, I and and when it comes to what you're talking about with uh the ball control thing, uh I'm not saying that they shouldn't take their shots down the field. Yeah. What what I'm saying is that the 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 longer they keep the ball away from Mahomes, the less chance he is he's going to make a play. The less chance Kelsey's going to make a play. The less chance anybody's going to make a play. Right. So they have to I my hope is that their game plan is one in which they have added back some of those RPOs for Jalen Hurts that were so effective last year in keeping plays alive and keeping the clock going because, Mm -hmm. you know, they've become more of a passing team. He's become more of a passing quarterback. He's not running as much. Uh, And we don't know if it's, it's obviously designed that way, but we don't know what the reason is. You know, we can speculate, ah, it's to protect their investment. Ah, you know, he kind of, his knee was a little banged up, that kind of stuff. Of course, that's going to play a part in it. But if you want to come out and do something that the Chiefs aren't expecting, then you want to put that wrinkle in there because now they're going to have to respect that. And when they respect that and you're playing ball control and you're running the ball with Swift and also Hurts, there's designed run plays there. Now they've got to play up and that opens it up for that big play to Devontae Smith or AJ Brown, but you still have to, you can't, in, in my opinion, they cannot come out and strike too quickly. I mean, of course, if they get the ball first, you want them to get a touchdown first. Yes. But I'd like to see that be a seven minute drive, you Mm -hmm. know, quarter, you know, then give the ball back to the Chiefs, see if you can get a stop then another four and a half, five minute drive that leads in a field goal. And now you've got a 10 to nothing lead and now you can pin your ears back Now you can start to put a little pressure on Mahomes because he has shown this year that he does have the propensity to make mistakes. He he's played some games this year where he has been pushing it. He has been trying to make the plays that he always made, but they've led to interceptions. It led to a bad loss. So, you know, you, you still have to keep the ball out out of his hands. Every single team that has ever played Mahomes has tried different ways of either getting pressure on him, flushing him out of the pocket, and and he always seems to overcome that. The only real effective way to keep the Chiefs from scoring is to keep the ball out of his hands, <laughs> you know. And and to your point, Schwaber, they did that during the Super Bowl. And right. if it was if really if it wasn't for that fumble that resulted in a touchdown. Right, they would, they would have won, won the game. They would yeah. have won the yeah. game, so that game plan worked. Right, what happened is the the they they coughed the ball up on offense. The defense right. didn't lose the game. So right, um, but I know you know you start to get the sweats, and you start to like you know it's kind of like PTSD for you. So I I don't want to talk to uh, you.
1: No sweats at all. At have all. You,
0: have you worked it through with your therapist now?
1: <clears throat> no, I'm. I mean, look, I I am. I am very very lucky to be an Eagles fan right now. Right. I mean, I mean, I really am. I mean, they've got they've got great ownership, they got a great coach, they got a really good quarterback, maybe even a great quarterback. They I mean, look, two they've been in two Super Bowls in 5 years, you know? So, I mean, look, I mean, the bottom line is I've barely seen the Eagles lose the last two years. Right. So, so, and and then you go back a couple more years to 2017, 2018, they barely lost that year too. I mean, I'm very fortunate. I mean, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I'm grateful to be an Eagles fan.
0: You know what this is? This is the pregame. This is the whole pregame. I'm going to throw out good energy to the universe and hope it goes my way. That's what this is right here. No, no, I'm it's grateful not. Grateful to be an Eagles fan. I love them so much. No, and I'm just, I'm, I'm just very
1: lucky, very fortunate. I mean. I'm, I'm you know, so
0: happy that they win all the time. It's still
1: <laughs> I know it is. It is, man. You like you, you know you know how it is. I mean, like, you know, you are I do, you know, a Redskins Commanders fan. And, I was
0: a Redskins fan. I am right. not a Commanders okay. fan.
1: But you know, like you had that what was it in the nineties they won three Super Bowls?
0: In the 80s, they went to in the four 80s and won three.
1: Right. So in, so b- bottom line is and whatever in that 10 year span. I mean you won all the time. Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. I mean and and but you also know what it's like to like never win. Uh,
0: <laughs> you know.
1: And and crazy. I and I know what I know what that's like too and I, that's why I just feel so lucky because I'm in one of those, you know, really good stretches here. I also and,
0: I also know what it's like. I also have very very strong feelings for cleveland and baltimore fans when their teams packed up and left in the night Um, (laughs) because my team just decided one night to change its name so you know that hurts
1: i do i do think it's actually i don't it's not going to change back but i do think they are going to change the name
0: i i don't really care anymore the redskins died when they changed the name to the to the washington football team
1: you don't still root for
0: the burgundy and gold though Mm
1: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: No. They even changed the burgundy and gold. It's not the same burgundy and gold.
1: Yeah. yeah like you wouldn't care if they like all of a sudden got great again.
0: <sighs> well, let's just say that if that ever happens, we'll find out. <laughs> I really have. I have absolutely no desire to watch them play. None. <laughs> None, the uh, 20 years, 20 plus years of Dan Snyder destroyed. Uh, and then he ended it with, uh, you know, with the whole debacle, the name change and all that kind of garbage. And uh, I really don't consider them even a football team. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm being, I'm being, look, I'm being dead. I'm being dead honest. I'm, I'm being dead honest. Now we got comments coming in from Mamie, May and Steve about mm-hmm. the Steelers. This is a Philly show. So we're going to leave those comments off, Please. Uh, we appreciate you watching all of our shows, uh, but mm-hmm. please keep those comments to the next show, of course. So, uh, let's predict the game. Uh, we've had a bye week here. Let's make predictions. Um, y- you have it down as a loss. What do you think the score is going to be, Schwaber?
1: I think it'll be Chiefs thirty-one, Eagles twenty-seven.
0: Uh, okay. Well, I you know we can't have somebody on the the sports sports Philadelphia not pick the eagles. So, I'm going to go I'm going to go with the eagles. I think they're going to play I think Siriani is a pretty smart guy. And I think uh whatever mistakes he thinks he made the last time he played Andy Reed, obviously he calls Andy Reed for advice. Mm-hmm. Um I, I think he's going to correct those. Uh I think the eagles are going to pin their ears back here. They're going to play a real conservative game and they're going to take their shots downfield when they can and keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. And I'm, I, I, this is a tough one because this could end up being a low scoring game. Although that's not what we're all predicting, but I I think they're going to win this game. Uh, 21, 17.
1: Interesting.
0: There you go. Very interesting. There you go. Okay. Next subject here. The Sixers. 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 They fall fall back a little. They're 10 and three. 10 and 3 but
1: I believe still second best record in basketball I believe. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, behind
0: right. the Celtics of course. The, the, that's mm-hmm. the naughty word, the Celtics. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um still early in the season of course, but Still
1: early, but I I think the the big um the big thing to talk about really is just the ascension of Tyrese Maxey. Right. Uh we're kind of watching him now. Like I, I still think we need to see him do it for like an entire year this year, but but he looks like he's ascending to being a star. You know, he is Kyle, like, Kyle
0: decided uh, Kyle decided to join us. Oh <laughs> so I had to get that in. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle, okay. for being here. anyway. So, go ahead.
1: You know, Maxie is you know, I, I I mean I haven't looked like since the like the last two games or so, but at one point in time, it was, you know, Embiid was first in the league in scoring and Maxi was 10th. You know, Maxi was like around like 7th or 8th or something in, in assists. Um, it, but really, he's just kind of more taken over games. Like, you know, when I when I talk about guys like, you know, like a Dame Lillard or a Steph Curry, you know, it's like what can those guys do that just nobody else can do? they basically hit three pointers from like 10 feet beyond the arc. Right. You know, and right. I I've seen Maxi do a bunch of that this year already, you know? Right. And uh, so, so that's exciting to me. Uh, you know, it was also exciting that he had a 50 point game. Um, yep. You know, that's the kind of thing that stars generally do. Um, and, and I like the fact that they got rid of Harden and became more of a team. Now, uh, what's kind of interesting on the flip side is that for a while, the uh, the the Clippers started 0-6 with Harden, but I think they just won a game. So I think they're going to they have do. 1-6. Yeah. They're 1-6 well, with Harden. <laughs> right, right. He just, yeah. like, tears apart teams. But, um, but no, I mean, you know, the, the yeah. only thing that kind of happened that sort of uh, threw a little wrench in things is Kelly Oubre, uh, you know, got hit by a car um right we talked about he's, that but he's last he's week, he's, yeah. pra- he's practicing he might be back in a week or two so ho- you know hopefully that's not like a long term um type of thing um but yeah i mean i'm pleased i'm pleased with the way they're playing um and uh it'll be interesting to see you know if they make any moves at at the trade deadline or if they just kind of stand pat with what they have so yeah Maxie's uh, but-
0: maxi's uh, averaging 27 points a game and and seven assists mm-hmm. um and he's played all 13 games so and he's averaging 38 minutes uh Tobias Harris is averaging 19 and a half points a game so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but your big assist leaders are Maxi and Embiid and Embiid's about six assists a game and 11 rebounds um but yeah i mean it is it is good to see and They're keeping pace. And believe it or not, at 10 and 3, 13 games. I mean, yeah, there's what, 69 games to go now. Right. There's a lot of season to play. But as as the season has gone on here, a lot of the points that we talked about, a lot of the things we were talking about last year Mm -hmm. that seemed to be the issues, they all revolved around Harden and the coach. And right both of those issues have been rectified. new coach, no heart right so, and a lot
1: and a lot of sharing of the ball, you know so right so everybody gets involved everybody's engaged you know, you don't have Tobias Harris kind of feeling disappointed because he's only scoring 10 points a game even though he right. could score 20 right you know you know right. everybody's passing the ball, which is which is a good thing.
0: Well, that's key. You got to distribute the ball. You got to get, you got to get a lot of people in the game because that way they don't, they never know where it's coming from, man. I'm so analytical tonight. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. You're really uh, throwing out some out there. <laughs> I know
0: It's been a long day. And
1: I you? guess, I guess we got to talk about the flyers sitting in a playoff spot right now. Uh, 18 games into the season. Who would have thunk it?
0: Yeah. Who would have thunk it? Let's take a look at the flyers. Um, Currently, ten seven and one second in the Metro behind the Rangers. Um, there are you know, there's a there's a lot of teams though. It's kind of tight right now. the The That's worst team short. in the in the Metro is the the Blue Jackets at twelve points. But, you know, then you have the Islanders at 17 all the way up to Philly in second at 21. So, you know, it's kind of a little bit of a wolf pack going on there.
1: Oh, it is. So, it is. I mean, you you lose two games and some other team wins two games and you're all of a sudden out of a playoff spot. That's
0: know? right. That's right. But uh, uh,
1: but but it's good to be there. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it's good that, you know, what, what's what I like is that they've gone younger and a lot of these young kids are you know, really playing well, like, you know, for example, Owen Tippett is a guy who, um, you know, he was the main piece in the Claude Giroux deal when we dealt him to Florida. Right. You know, now, now he looks like, you know, a real good ascending player. Right. 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 You know, you know, you've got like a Tyson Forster out there who was a first round pick. Right. Um, You know, so, you know, you've got like a Cam York uh, as a first round pick who's, you know, a defenseman, um, is out there. Um, and you know, you've got, like, I always think of the goal goaltender position, uh, depending on who you are. Um, but you know, the good ones, the real good ones seem to get better year after year. And, you know, Carter Hart is, is playing very well this year in net. Um, they kind of got just enough of a mix of some vets, like, you know, like a, um, Sean Couturier and a Cam Atkinson who, missed all last year because of injury and they're both playing very well right uh, Couturier had a game winner against the Las Vegas Knights who you know obviously won the uh the cup last year so that's that's a good win um so yeah I mean uh you know it, it'll be interesting to see um if they're able to keep it up but uh you, you got to be happy so far with what you've seen
0: yeah, I mean, and and like Pat says here, the comment he, he says the NHL in November is Major League Baseball in May. Yeah, that's kind of true. You know, it, it it really is. There's there's, you know, but what you start to see here is teams start to s- kind of settle into who they are, and mm-hmm. if they can, if they can get that identity going and have confidence in that, okay, mm-hmm. you, know, you never know. I mean, the Rangers are obviously the best team in the division. Right, um, But after that, it, it really is, it, 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 with the exception of maybe Columbus, when you look down the line here, you would think that Philly and Washington would be down closer to the bottom than Carolina, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, or even the island. but, but it's kind of upside down. It's kind of like the American League East this year. The American mm-hmm. League East was upside down with Baltimore and Tampa Bay on top and the Yankees and the Red Sox on the bottom but
1: well uh, there you know there's different teams play different styles so like you know like like the, the way the Flyers are playing right now like they're they're playing you know like their coach you know kind of like tough and gritty like Tortorella so you know when you watch a Flyers game you know they're talking about how many shots certain guys blocked You know what I mean? Right. That kind of stuff. They're talking about like that. We lead the league in shorthanded goals. You know, they're they're talking about that kind of stuff. And, you know, that that's kind of good stuff. Um, You know, there's there's other teams like, for example, like take take the Penguins, who's a rival of ours. Penguins obviously have more top end talent.
0: right? Right. Right.
1: But they're also just like, you know, probably the reason why they'll be you know, a little bit over 500 or, you know, maybe a good amount over 500. It's just because they've got top end talent, but then, you know, it it gets kind of weaker, you know, the further, further down the lines you go. And then you also have um, the fact that guys are getting older and they tend to get injured and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So they play a more exciting game than the Flyers play, but the Flyers probably going to be in more games, you know,
0: right right how would you like to be the Islanders right now uh, out of the 18 game 17 games they've played they're six and six with five overtime losses
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's horrible uh of course Pittsburgh's nine and eight they haven't had an overtime loss so wow. um and nobody else has really come Columbus has four but they only have four wins so yeah, I, I think this is shaping up to – it could be a very interesting year for the Flyers, even even if they, they just play like kind of 500 hockey here on out. Right, right. You know? um, and, and I think that the takeaway from this is that this – if that's the case, um, and even right now at 10, 7, and 1, it was not expected. No, like, no. And, not expected.
1: And and what's kind of interesting about it, the, the reason why you can have hope for the, for the Flyers is because – you know, with Danny Briere and Keith Jones, you know, being the leadership now, um, it's a commitment to, you know, younger players and playing a different style of hockey, not playing like a Broad Street Bullies kind what? of hockey.
0: Right. So,
1: so what's nice about that, like, you know, the, the crazy thing is, is like, even though the Flyers are playing well now, you know three years from now, the two best players in our system, they're still not in the NHL yet. Right. You know, it's, it's the Russian guy that we took in the first round this year. um, And it's cutter Gautier who we took in the first round, like two years ago, they're both like dominating their leagues, you know? And I've looked on like, you know, some NHL sites, they're both like ranked, like in the top, like 15 prospects in the whole NHL. Right. You know? So it's like, You know, hopefully like, you know, we can kind of gradually get better. And then when those guys are ready, that's when we can really become like a playoff team.
0: Yeah. And, and if the team can, if the team turns itself around and can play well before those guys get up here, all the better. Right. All Right. right. Something, something that I know you're super happy about. For the Phillies, yes. they super happy. Aaron Nola returns to the Phillies with a big payday: one hundred seventy-two million dollars. Aaron Nola's back. I, I bet you can't wait to see him pitch next year, Mark. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: you know, you here have, we you had here's to
0: expect this. You had well, to expect
1: this. Well, here's the thing. I mean, look, it, 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 unfortunately you know one of the problems with this offseason was that Aaron Nola uh many folks said he was the best you know starting pitcher available right right so you know the question is you know like if, if you don't bring him back i mean as much as i can't stand him um he does have good years bad years and maybe this year'll be a bad year and next year'll be a good year right he did take less money to sign with the Um, with the Phillies turning down a larger offer from the Atlanta Braves, which I thought
0: that's very interesting.
1: Yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. You know, Um, apparently Bryce Harper is trying to recruit uh, some Japanese pitcher um, who's supposed to be like the next big thing. Um, And so apparently the Phillies, they say they're still in the mix for him. Um, he had like a, like a 1.1 ERA last year. <laughs> yeah. That, that's
0: not too shabby.
1: No, no. So he's, you know, he's really good. I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I mean, look, I'll be interested to see if the, the tweak that they made with Aaron is real or if it's not real. I don't know if you remember this, but. Um, they had determined. I, I can't remember which side is the right side, so just bear with me. But I'll just use one as an example. Right. He was. He was apparently looking. There's apparently a pitch clock, like next to each dugout. Right. And he was looking at one on, like I, I believe it was the visitors' dugout. Uh, so on the right side, and by looking at that, I, they were saying that it caused him to, you know, move the ball over more towards the left. Like if he was trying to be particular about a corner right? and it would just be really far outside. And then when he made those like three starts before the playoffs, and then he made some really good starts in the playoffs, they had, they had him switch to looking at the pitch clock on, you know, the home dugout, the left side. And right. then appar- apparently like that solved the problem. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. I hope it is true. Um, (laughs) But, you know, he still didn't come up big in, in, in a really important game six against um, you know, Arizona, but he did also, I mean, win three playoff games before that. So, you know, we can't, you know, we can't just, you know, flat out come out and say he's terrible. So you know, bottom line is it's better to have him than not have him. I guess I'll sort of leave it at that. Um, it'll 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 be it'll be interesting though that um, like he's going to be a rare case. He may be somebody who plays his entire career for one team. He really
0: may. It, 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 well, it looks like it's going to be that.
1: Yeah, he's got a he's got a seven year deal and he's thirty, right? So mm-hmm. he's going to be there. You know, could be there till he's thirty seven.
0: Yeah. Well, I yeah, he could. Yeah. He could. So no no cap in baseball. There's nothing that says they don't release him at some point or trade him either. If if you know right,
1: right. Who knows?
0: I I think he I I rather doubt that he would be yeah, a a Philly for that long. Only because if in the next two years the Phillies start to kind of regress and it looks like it's time to kind of jettison the ship for this try. Mm You know, yeah, you're yeah. going to trade a guy like Nolan, you know, for prospects, you know, the he, Nola. I mean, you're, you're going to trade. Guys. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Who knows? All I know is I'm watching Travis Kelsey here on the TV. Yeah. What's he doing? He's walking around like he owns the place because mm-hmm. he probably does. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see his My auto shirt, though. I don't see that. So, you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, I feel I feel like Travis, I feel like Taylor Swift looks like a little girl. Like even though she's 35, she's got a baby face.
0: I think she's I think she's she's got a lot of psychological problems.
1: Yeah, I just I, I honestly like I feel like if you're Travis Kelsey, like why why would you choose to be with her? You could I do know. so much better.
0: I could think of I could think of 50 Instagram models off the top of my head. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And it's not like it's, yeah, she's got a lot of <laughs> money. Syria, I'm serious. Um, right. Yeah, money yeah right, money. right. Yeah. Right. Pat says she's 33. Whatever. She's but, you, but you said that pretty quickly, Pat. Like you knew it. You didn't have to look <laughs> it up. He, he does know it. He does know it. So, anyway, all right. Monday night football tonight Eagles at the Chiefs. Schwaber's got the Chiefs taking them. I've got the Eagles winning. We'll return next week. Uh, and, uh, we will break it down. We'll have two games to talk about next week. Uh, you're right. We will. Yes. And Pat says, and a billionaire. Gee, I didn't know that Pat. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Thank you, fans. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for watching the sports porch, Philadelphia. We love our fans world facebook youtube linkedin x and of course we're going to drop Banana, nah, nah, right after the show right nah, after the show nah, 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 on the iHeartRadio nah, app nah, nah, podcast spotify or anywhere you get your podcast and what i forgot to say was you can always visit us on the world wide web at the the porcheslive.com
1: the porcheslive.com click on the philadelphia tab it's the only tab and that, matters. that matters and go birds <laughs> <Let's-> <laughs>